Now, broadcasting from deep within your stepmom's basement, it's the Echoplex Podcast.
That was Kenny Thomas and the Southern Baptist and Wavelength. And you are listening to Go Fuck Yourself, presented by Echoplex Media. I'm your co-hostess, the Waffle Princess. Uh, we're going to go around the table. We've got a fabulous panel here for you today. I'm to my- also the co-host of this show, Go Fuck Yourself. And we emphasize, really, go fuck yourself. Dana Blackheart. And we are joined by two incredible guests in our studio. We have I've dubbed them the Dragonistas. Uh, would you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm uh, I'm going by Sazerac today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a classy bitch. Yeah. Also, whiskey. You know, whiskey. Hopefully, not whiskey dick, though. No, definitely not. But I don't really. It doesn't matter to me in my <laughs> position. And who are you, And why are you here? Because uh, because I'm a drag queen Yay! on some occasions. And who are you, sir? I am pumpkin spice, not pumpkin spice latte, <laughs> not pumpkin spice latte. I'm pumpkin spice, the missing spice girl. Oh, like the and, spice girls. <laughs> and I am also one of the drag queens that performs on only really good nights. Oh, only like course. super exclusive events. That's what we do. That is what we do. They're like very, they're underground, but they're super <laughs> exclusive. We will we will get into that later, folks. We haven't had quite enough alcohol going around here yet. So what is, Miss Dana, what is Go Fuck Yourself? Go Fuck Yourself is an exclusive podcast from Echoplex Media, where we emphasize sex positivity and all your fun, freaky stuff you like to do in your bedroom. So is there something I can't ask a question about? Or can I ask about anything? You can ask about anything. Oh, good. I have some questions. Um, is there stuff we shouldn't talk about because it's taboo or, or anything like that? Like Incest. Yeah. We have two rules. No kids. And no bathroom stuff. Yeah, no kids and no poop. And that's about it. Although we do have some, uh, we do have some exciting items on the docket. And by exciting, I mean they're probably excited, which is super gross. We have a docket for you, ladies and gentlemen. We have pulled some news clips of sexy related stories. Some of them are very serious in nature. And you'll, you'll definitely need to clutch your pearls during them. And some of them are a little more ridiculous in nature. Um, the whole reason we're doing this is so that we can talk and provoke a discussion amongst ourselves and our listeners and hope that we can be entertaining. Then we're going to interview our two Dragonistas. I can't wait to find out what they're doing in the drag scene in San Jose these days. And then we are going to have a discussion about a particular topic. And today's topic is kink and consensuality. So that is our show for uh, Go Fuck Yourself, episode one. And I'm super excited that we're finally getting to shoot it. And by shoot it, I mean audio shoot. So, Miss Dana, it is time for the fucking word of the day. The fucking word of the day today, kids, is heteronormative, denoting or relating to a worldview that promotes heterosexuality as the normal or preferred sexual orientation. So if you're straight, you're heteronormative. Pumpkin Spice, can you give me a, a sentence with the word heteronormative? Oh, wow, you're cruel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, Do I have to answer this question what too? Is, what Jared is, can if he could come up with what one is, faster. What, what, what does that mean? You read us the dictionary definition, but what does heteronormative mean? It just means straight acting behavior? Yes. But an, an emphasis on it being preferred. I feel like it's more mm. of like a paradigm, though. It's like a whole societal concept that pervades or permeates like everything in 
our lives, you know? Uh, like the example that I saw when I was doing research on this was a guy who won't order a glass of wine at a bar because it, because that's what girls order or it's gay to order that and so he has to order a beer. Is that heteronormative? Uh, like wine is self- not gay. But but <laughs> I know, right? But no, but but drinking in a wine glass is perceived as feminine and therefore a straight man doesn't do these things. Like boys play with with guns and and trucks, girls play with dolls. Yeah, that's what it's we're heteronormative. Talking, heteronormative. What people are trained to do and is this a bad thing that's i think that if you put it as the standard for how people should be then you then you turn it into something more negative but there's nothing wrong with being straight and we want the straight listener out there to know that it's okay to be straight <laughs> <laughs> that's so beautiful I think heteronormativity honestly is just so okay coming from like a gay transgender male like it's so ridiculous I think it's I don't see anything good about it not saying that there's nothing good about being straight y'all got your own shit whatever <laughs> but um I think that a lot of violence comes out of heteronormativity a lot of femphobia, a lot of really shitty things come out of it well wow, pumpkin spice that was deep thank you you know what else is deep? We're going to play a song and then we're going to get into the docket and the docket is really deep. And this is a deep song. The song is called Love Taps by a local band called Relapse. And when we come back, we'll get into some news. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
That was the incredible, the incomparable relapse with the song Love Tap. I feel I feel loved and tapped. Ooh. I love <laughs> I love it when I get tapped. <laughs> right? It's better when I tap out though. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> so without any further ado, let's get right into the docket. The docket starts with um two fellows who are both uh, sexual uh, weirdos and could be living right next door to you. Question is, will he offend again? New at 11, his videos can be obnoxious, offensive, and crude as he brazenly engages with women on the streets. But is he actually dangerous? Tonight, a sex offender is adamant he won't be a problem to his new North Bay neighbors. But can he be trusted? NBC Barry's Ginelli joins us live in Rona Park where she talked to the new neighbor, Jane. Jessica, while in Los Angeles, Dan Silly videotaped a lot of women and a girl while making lewd, harassing comments. Tonight, the Roanoke Park Police Department says they are warning the community about this new neighbor because they are worried he will re-offend here. He says he won't. Just don't worry at all. I mean, I did, obviously, if you saw the videos that I've made, yeah, you think, I mean, it is bad. Uh, I mean, to, to disrespect people if they don't want to be on camera, you know. Um, I'm not gonna do that anymore. I'm not gonna do that anymore. Ew, fuck him. He's disrespect people on camera. Like, ew, no, you're being like harassing to people. Did this, you this guy is is like the kid with his hand in the cookie jar. Like, oh, I'm not supposed to do this. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I won't do it anymore. But that's so bold faced lying. Oh, the Bay's reputation for sex offenders and their ability to just get off scot-free is well but he, okay so this guy was in living in los angeles and he would walk up to women with his camera rolling and say hey may i videotape you but by then he'd already gotten plenty of them on videotape and they would say no fuck off and he would get them to talk for as long as he could and some of them were underage what a dick yeah that's I have, annoying. I have, That's really creepy. And and now he says he's just fine, and he's going to be living in Santa Rosa, uh, right next door to you folks. Oh, I found a new hobby. I'm not going to harass 13 year olds. I'm just going to yeah, harass 17 year olds. I'm not going to do that anymore. Here, I have I have more of this guy. You ready? Here, this this guy's a winner. Dan Silly just moved to Roner Park and registered as a sex offender. Police posted a flyer that says the self-proclaimed downtown LA predator is a new neighbor. Parents are frightened. No, I don't like that. Yeah, I just I don't like that. I get the notice today and. Selly is on probation for annoying a minor. He did not touch a child. Can I get an image of your butt? No. He videotaped no. them while making lewd comments. These are videos he made in Los Angeles and posted on social media. He now has to register as a sex offender for life and can't be alone with minors. He's not allowed to knowingly uh, videotape any, any children, any minors, without parental consent. He also can't be where minors gather, like the farmer's market. April Gray got the alert from police today. She thought Silly had abused a child and was concerned. Learning he has not actually touched a child does not ease her mind. It doesn't change my perception. I think that it's just like one step before crossing the line. Police believe Silly is a high risk to reoffend. The 33-year-old says he plans to follow the law. That sex is good, you know? It can be used in a bad way or a good way, you know? I, I did make mistakes, you know, I've crossed the line. 
Police say Silly is on three years unsupervised probation, but tonight he is on the department's radar. Silly says he's looking for work. Reporting live in Roner Park, Gene Ellie, NBC Bay Area News. <laughs> Will work at preschool. Right. Oh my God. Could you imagine this dude as a janitor, though? Ugh. Like, oh, totally. He is the janitor. Oh, oh, God. So, what do you do if a sex offender moves into your neighborhood? Have any of you ever gotten that notice on your door saying, oh, by the way, four houses down, guess who's no, moving in? But no, I do yeah. have a crazy story because my aunt dated a sex offender and like she didn't know that he was a sex offender but she just found out that he was because i guess my grandparents they hired like a private investigator to search out this guy because he got fired from his job for some weird reason and so they investigated him and they found out he was like a child sex offender and he like had a crush on some 13 year old girl and like my aunt has like my other aunt who she lives with has like two children who are like four and five so it's Dude. Really fucking scary. That's fuck this dude. Yeah, yeah. no, right? Yeah, fuck that, fuck that dude. Oh, man. Can we talk ex- about the sticker penis? Oh, I was gonna get into that when we get into red light. Oh, that too. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about what's what? happening in Utah. Hang on while I pull up the clip. Nothing it's fun happens in Utah. Mormon- okay, let's have a short little uh, little song here. I'm gonna play you guys the ukulele. So. That was Louie on the ukulele. Um, did you know that in the state of Utah, there's a bill before the House right now, the state house, to declare porn a health crisis? My heart. My dick. <laughs> Clutch your pearls, ladies. Here we go. In 2016, Utah became the first state to officially declare porn a public health crisis. Making waves across the world. The BBC, Time Magazine, USA Today, even The Daily Show. All of them talking about a measure declaring pornography a public health crisis. This anti-pornography resolution claims that porn has a detrimental effect on brain function, contributes to emotional and medical illnesses, and causes deviant sexual arousal. Deviant. I think they got that backwards. I think it's the other way around. Oh, that, that not watching porn causes all those things? Well, no, that like it's not... Watching porn makes you a sexual deviant. I think like your sexual deviance is like you, you know, don't have that. Like it, it makes you type in weird kinds of porn because you know <laughs> you can watch vanilla porn, but if you're watching like a woman sitting on a pile of kittens getting fucked with chainsaw arms, what do you watch? What? Um, uh, I've never. I've never typed in anything like that. I only watched okay. Two Girls, One Cup. I didn't know there was other porn. No. what they're, Okay, so what they're talking about is any porn that porn watching, first of all, is bad for kids. And second of all, that porn ruins relationships. Well, that's true. Porn Kills but... Love. Isn't that the website, Porn Kills Love? Um, I mean, I watch porn with my partners. I mean, I don't think Same. it's true in all instances, though. Well, here, let's let's hear what these guys have to say about it. I mean, if you're heteronormative. <laughs> yeah, but if you're, it's like you have a mental illness and porn is like what exacerbates that. While it is obviously possible to have a negative relationship to porn, the psychiatric community has repeatedly said there is no evidence that people can actually be addicted to pornography. Do you think that there should be limitations put on pornography and like who can watch it and where it can be viewed online? I think pornography should be outlawed. I think that pornography is a cancer to society. Everyone should stay away from it to keep relationships uh, pure. 
<laughs> a lot of the like porn stars are sex slaves, really. A lot of them are refugees and stuff that have been forced You're into a it. Sex slave. Do you think that pornography is a public health crisis? Um, I definitely think that something needs to be done to yeah, either stop it or just ban it altogether. There is truth that's established by God, and it doesn't matter what I think. And if he says this isn't appropriate, I really don't think anyone should participate in that. Your religion is made up on lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God specifically said do not watch Debbie Does Donuts, you know, 23 or whatever. Don't watch this T-Rex fuck this bitch on a hoverboard. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, no, that does sound great. awesome. Is there you imagine that? That one girl who was like, they're probably sex slaves. Like, I'm sure her dad like abused her or something. Like, that's why she has said that. Like, she's fucked up too. Everyone's fucked up, and that's why she's like, no, I'm gonna place my blame on those people. Everyone's fucked up. I think you. I think you bring yeah, up a I good point. I concur with that. Mm-hmm. I concur with that. Indeed. Here, we have more. I have to admit, when I first heard about the resolution, my First thought was, okay, Mormons being prude about pornography. And then when I started reading and watching your interviews, my mind changed and I thought, okay, he's actually coming at this from a really rational, well-intentioned place. But do you ever worry that people take it and run with it and people just say porn is bad and then it turns into a way of shaming people for watching pornography? Well, I think at least with people who grow up in Christian homes, I think there is a shame element there. And I think that those people are much more likely to get addicted to alcohol or drugs as well as pornography because of that shame element. So I'm still trying to understand and learn about all these things, but uh, clearly we need to talk about self-respect, self-esteem, self-image, and, uh, and just respect for people, your own body and other people's bodies. So how do you define something as being a public health crisis? Is it based on anecdotal experiences or? Well, you know, we've declared uh, opioid overdose is a public health crisis. We've declared uh, suicide, teen suicide, as a public health crisis. So w- what I wanted to do is run a resolution, and, and a resolution's not a law. We didn't create a law. It's, it's more of a statement of intent to bring attention to this issue. And my objective continues to be to try to protect children from pornography. And so I think a lot of kids, you know, they'll start looking at pornography out of curiosity. And they have no idea that this could have a hook on them, like drugs do with other people or the same people, and really kind of undermine their, their relationships, their marriages, sometimes their employment. I completely agree with you that we should try and prevent young children from watching pornography. Yes. Everything I'm doing is trying to say, let these kids grow up and be innocent. Let them be kids. If they, want to be, if, if they become adults and they want to look at porn all day, it's America. They can do whatever they want. So I'm not trying to ban it. Well, shit, fam. Right? I think I think watching porn is healthy at a at a point. I mean, if you're spending like every single day, twenty four seven, like in your room just masturbating, <laughs> you should probably drink some water. Number one. Uh, number two, you should probably eat something, and then uh, three, d- just take a nap. Just stop for a little. Stop for a little while. Then. Uh, Get the juices back. There are more clips, but I think we're going to push ahead and we're going to go to a song right now. This is, uh, again, in honor of the docket. This is a song by uh, Echoplex Media favorite, NVS. The song's called Perverted. And when we come back, we'll have some little bit lighter stories. Stick tight. Well, when I met you, I was a step above the rest. <laughs> well, I never met you. Drop away, resist the rest. Watch it get out there. And we both like your game. 
Perverted by Envious. We love you, Walter. Uh, so we're not going to get to the lighter side of the docket now. Um, there's a product out there that is for birth control, and it's called the GIF tip. And, well, here it is. You were talking about birth control, and this is a new thing out there. It's, I guess it's legal, but it's doctors are saying, don't do this. Do you have the story? Doctors Christine? are warning men not to use a sticker that seals their urethra shut during sex. What? It's probably not going to work, guys. Wait, so the the cum doesn't come out then? Right. That doesn't That's, sound healthy. No. Here, let's hear more. 
The so-called GIF tip sticker was created, what's described as a desperate attempt to avoid using condoms and is touted as a way to feel your partner, feel freedom, feel safe. Oh. So, However... So this just covers the... Uh, the urethral the slit? Yes. Is it What'd called? you call her? No. <laughs> I said urethral you slit. <laughs> you know people this, is, who- this, is how, this is how it works, Tom. That it, sounds there's like there's a video. It, it looks like a little weird shaped band aid for the end of. Uh, there's a yeah. oh my. The there. There's a little. Uh, That's clean, align, bond, and joy. That's, That's something right. my dad would come up with. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I would think of if I was like a 14 year old kid. Exactly. Like oh, I she won't possibly get pregnant. What, if I put what did this you say? What, it. is, it's like covering your mouth with duct tape if you have to vomit. I mean, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> yes. Robert Schimmel said. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, I had a friend in high school who would pinch her nose when she sneezed, so yes. nothing came out. Uh-huh. That's insane. Apparently it's bad for you, right? <laughs> you blow your eardrums <laughs> right. all over yeah. the Right. <laughs> I always heard if you pinch your nose while you sneeze, your eyes were going to fall out. So um, That's not how that works, I don't think. And then this is, this is not how birth control should be. <gasps> no. If you really don't want to feel someone, get some like vaginal contraceptive films that have a bunch of spermicide in them. And then just raw dog that shit. Yeah. Get smart. Okay, don't be but, don't be stupid. But honestly, if that was the solution, people would have thought of that years ago. So it's obviously not that because no one's doing it and it's gonna fucking hurt you. Someone put an elbow sized sticker on their dick one time and thought, mm, this is gonna work out really well. Oh my god. Jesus. I mean, the whole point is, yeah, raw bareback feels better, but I mean, honestly, women we can't tell the I can't tell the difference if the guy's wearing a condom or not. Can you? I can. Well, la di da. I'm sorry. Your cooch has a special little, yeah. little feelers. Right? Yeah, it, it does. And teeth. And teeth. And teeth. Oh, Lord. However. So, wait a second. Sense. What about the, um, what's the word? Seminal fluid. Wouldn't it be, doesn't it need to get out? However, Orlando health physician Jamin Bromvat. Um, oh, Brombat. Sounds- yes, you will open your legs. Jamin Brombat said, Jeez. Users who visit Jif uh, Tips website have to hunt to find the company's disclaimer that the product, quote, is not intended or approved to prevent pregnancy or STIs. He added that those who do leave the patch on when they arrive mm-hmm. may experience pain or irritation from the patch blocking the urethra while the man has natural spasms that would evacuate oh, his fluids. Right. <laughs> I have chills thinking about what that would feel like. <laughs> like so you want to come, huh? Right. Yes, Too bad. and that's not going to work. Right, see, I can see some kink aspects to this, like some orgasm denial stuff. I I think that's... <laughs> orgasm denial is one thing, but like not... I don't know. It's like putting a cork in a fire hose. Right. That's, yeah. That was what I was picturing. That's, exactly. That sounds. I was not picturing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have more. If you want to hear more, here's uh, um, the GIF tip legal disclaimer. Okay. Because it's not approved. Let's make this clear. This product is for pleasure, convenience, novelty, or entertainment purposes only. Novelty. Novelty. Yes. Mm, that mean novel. What do you mean entertainment? I know. <laughs> hey, watch this. Yeah. How shall Find I not your hey, Spencer's gift store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember last week when I put that cork in my ass? Hey, honey, watch this. <laughs> well, that didn't work too well, but this I got, might. You, I got your world's best boss coffee cup and these <laughs> penis stickers. Because I really want to feel a band aid in my vagina. 
That's the other thing. If it came off in the middle of sex, how would you know? Right. Like at oh, least then you'd have God. to reach up when and it, have to go get it. Oh. When we when when a condom comes off, yes, there's definitely a difference in the sensation. But when the, when a little band aid comes off, like I don't even I I could put a band aid on my hand where I can see it and I it could fall off and I don't even notice it. Right. And I'm gonna notice it when my dick's going in and out in the dark. Like I how's how totally am I gonna, gonna know? notice? You'll notice after you come. <laughs> oh yeah! Damn. Oh yeah! Well, here, here's here's one more. So, would you guys ever use this? No, no never. absolutely not. I don't understand What's how it works. You know why? Because birth control is the responsibility of the female. <laughs> That's right. That's Thanks, why. Jake. That'll help. That's right. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> yes. Damn right. What color are they, by the way? I oh, they're I, white in the photo. Well, they're, yeah, I don't know. Well, you got to collect all the colors. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have a diverse array of skin tones? Well, they and... should have uh, NCAA. Yes, Team Logo. How about uh, Bruce Buckeye coming at you? (laughs) That's right. Uh, Christy, what's the two-drop orgasmic oil? Our two-drop oil with lemongrass is essential. Healthy skin products, oh, a healthy skin protects you. Keep it healthy with two drops of skin heaven. I have no idea what that's for. Mm -hmm. Two-drop orgasmic. I remember I gave a girl a... Four line orgasmic oil. <laughs> <It's more of> a... <laughs> I liked it, Josh. I'm sorry. The, the, the silence is otherwise, otherwise somewhat deafening. Okay. What happens well, when I a guess... joke is told in a vacuum? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. That was a terrible joke. That was a terrible joke. I thought that was going to be the clip where they were talking about a woman riding on a pogo stick as a birth control. But... <sighs> so. Wow. What? <laughs> you Wait. had to picture that. Yeah. Women riding on a pogo stick. Boingy, boingy, boingy. I, I could play that clip. Here. No, it's okay. Are you sure? Yeah, I, let's go to the Scrotex. Scro- the Scrotox. So Scrotox. 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 Well, well, Jared The Latin root is scrotum for your penis sack. You are correct, sir. The scrotum. It houses a man's most important assets, but it's not always thought of as our most attractive feature. It's characterized by its sort of wrinkly appearance, and a lot of men want to smooth that out. To do that, they're having Botox injected into their scrotums. Men are doing that. Men, I'm somewhat surprised to say, like me. I'm Grant Stoddard. I normally write about health and fitness, but nowadays I'm a tester for the strangest cosmetic trends New York has to offer. This week, we're going south. The scrotum's main function is to keep the testicles at an optimal temperature for sperm production, which is usually a few degrees cooler than the rest of the body. And while a feat of smart engineering, it's not often thought of as being pretty. Men are turning to Botox to change that. Doctors who perform what's being called scrotox say it will smooth the exterior of the scrotum, making my assets appear larger and could possibly improve my sex life. But skeptics say this off-label use is potentially risky when you're treating this most sensitive part of the body. I bet it makes it easier to shave them. <laughs> that is a very practical application. Why right. would you do that? So, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, porn stars are obviously doing this because oh, if duh. I was a porn star, I would want pretty balls. <laughs> I agree. Same. Same. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they. well, here, let's hear what he has to say. Why are men coming in and having this procedure? Basically, everything is about aesthetics. 
They want the, their scrotum to be a little bit smoother. They want the testicles to be more descended <laughs> and to look uh, bigger, but not bigger, like a longer. So I describe that to have like a bulldog testicles look. Mm. Is there any benefit sexually? A number of patients have complained that when they're having uh, sexual relationships, their scrotum becomes really tight and the testicles kind of hide within, in, inside the bodies. So they feel kind of uh, ashamed about doing that. So when they get the scrotums, their testicles and the scrotum looks looser and bigger, so they feel more manly and so that in increases their sex drive. Uh, that's doing drag right there, taking 101. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, uh, stop complaining, you're being a bitch, but also, why did you get Botox in your nuts? Like, you, you kind of... Would you Would you ever do this, Sazerac? No, why? definitely not. I oh. think that that's like invading my temple. Would you date someone who did it? Yes. <laughs> I would say, would you care? I wouldn't care mm. unless they were in my mouth, but like, you know. Right, so practically speaking, smooth and then shaved or hairless balls are much easier to deal with. Less, okay, so what, uh, what, is there anything wrong with this? Is there some, I mean, like. I mean. I just think it poses a potential health hazard. Yeah, it might, it might not be so good if you want babies. Because your your inability to regulate your temperature, you know, stuff like that. So I don't it, know. I so don't it definitely <laughs> it definitely wouldn't be recommended for a couple who was trying to conceive. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully he'd be a little less concerned about how his uh, how his uh, Dave and Randall's look. <laughs> so that we're gonna fantastic. so we're gonna we're gonna say thank you to all the derp that contributed to our docket. Uh, here's <laughs> and in honor of our docket. Well, here's some dirtbag Dan. I remember thinking she's the one for me And she can have anything that she want from me Little snake in the grass, shaking her ass And then taking the cash and making a dash of friends And I might have burned on a bird, but your boy was young Sometimes you gotta learn things first And damn if I didn't learn that And I swore I seen her later, she was getting burned back then Abracadabra, years down the road She trying to capture my gaze from the stage front row Oh, she said she heard I was about to blow Let's go, take me home, I knew it was on I had her pay for the tab, a couple hundred bucks Told her wait right here till a cab pulls up Cold jetted on a BZ When she got to the curb, she flipped me the bird And I was laughing saying these words
love that song so much. That's Foolish Little Girl by Dirtbag Den. You know what? We should go around the panel and introduce ourselves one more time. I am the Waffle Princess, and who are you, ma'am? I'm Dana Blackheart. I am Sazerac, a.k.a. Aurora Abortion. Pumpkin Spice. And so we are now going to talk about you, and thank you for coming into the studio. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Are, you enjoying your, are you enjoying <laughs> your first time on the mic? Yeah, I love it. Yay! Where can people find you on the on the uh, social medias? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I say oh shit because I was about to change around my like drag name, so I actually changed everything, all my stuff completely, and now I just changed it back because I was like, why would I want to lose pumpkin spice? Like that is a part of me. It's a life so, of mystery on the run, changing your name and being a different person all the time, so and running who, away from your past. Who right? is who is pumpkin spice? Okay, well she's. I just describe her as this demon that comes out of my body when I drink too much. If that's, that's legit yeah that's if, legit and what what kind of person is she um she's wild i don't know she just kind of is just like honestly just me when i'm drunk kind of sloppy but also kind of cute i hope can you can you become can you just drop into her no no definitely no i need the process i need the method the, acting. uh waiter <laughs> waiter yes. waiter waiter uh so jared what about you what i am aurora abortion on aurora abortion on vip weekends at the youth space at downtown Sarosai. um say that again because i didn't understand a word of that <laughs> marble I said, mouth i said I, I i sometimes perform at the youth space in downtown san jose uh but also uh, you can find me at a u r o r a underscore borshon b-o-r-s-h-o-n at instagram.com oh so it's french Oh. Oui, oui. Uh, yeah, it is Aurora Borchon. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about your drag character. Um, She is very much like Chanel meets Regina George and uh, Lana Del Rey carries the baby, but it doesn't reach full term. So <laughs> she's yep. a Aurora Borchon. <laughs> And um, can you drop into her, or do you? Do oh, you I'm her right now. You're well, fabulous. Hello. Do you, I, 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 I presume you accessorize. You have. Oh yes, that. you you can't see my beautiful glasses <laughs> and my nails. Who does your nails? Uh, uh, Ferrari Rocher. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fuck no, I want chocolate. Um, so where do you perform? Tell us about your local acts. Ooh, so I perform, this has actually been my whole first whole year doing drag, and I started performing at the youth space around, yeah, this time last year, and then I went from there to performing at San Jose State for their, like, annual drag show, and then after that, I'm kind of back with the youth space and kind of just going wherever they book us, like, it's kind of just, like, month-long projects, but right now we're going to have a, sh not right now, excuse me, on October 20th. Friday, 8 p.m., we're going to have a show at the Makla, which yes. is on 1st Street, I believe, right next to um, right next to the youth space, like literally not even a block away. So. And I'll be having a party in the alley back. Out back so. ooh, ooh. There, will be, there will be a photo booth, meet and greets, and like a bunch of other stuff too. Like I think we're selling merch as well. And all the bitches you can find. <laughs> but if you come, you have to throw money. Yeah. Mandatory. What if yeah. I come later at home? Tip your girls, girls. Tip your girls. Tip your girls. Always tip your girls. Always. So how did you, how did either of you evolve into the creation that you have become? Well, so pumpkin spice is kind of just like one, it's my favorite drink. 
Sorry Coffee about or it. Booze. Basic bitch. Both. Like, both. All okay. of it. All at of it. both at once. Slather it. Yeah. All exactly. Right. All right. I love pumpkins. But then um so she came to be because I was really into RuPaul's drag race. I didn't really think about like, oh, I could be a drag queen because I'm a transgender male and usually it's like, well, not even usually anymore, but the whole thing that I was thinking was it can only be like cisgender gay men who can do it. So I was just like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Anybody who tells me no can fuck off. So Bullshit. yeah, exactly. I, I, I think anybody can do drag. I know a straight yeah. woman who does the most amazing huge eyebrows and she's fierce and hair you know the higher the hair the closer to god kind yes. of drag yeah she's oh. fucking amazing and um anybody can do drag yeah it's what is, an art form it is an art i was form. gonna say what is art what does drag mean to you <clears throat> drag to me is it's very much an art form i almost want to say it's a bit of also kind of like a lifestyle too because it's just like since i've since i've become a drag queen like there has been like some interesting changes in my life like I used to really hate being feminine and now I'm kind of just like I fully embrace being super fucking feminine like I used to hide how deep or how high my voice was and try to make it deeper but now I'm like honestly what the fuck who gives a shit I think drag is a great way for people to express themselves and for people to like I guess just have fun and like find yourself it's really cool that was really great. No, I like that very much. Um, Pumpkin what about- spice. Pumpkin <laughs> <Sorry>. spice. <laughs> Damn. Um, Jared, how did your character come into being? Um, Aurora. Well, I I had had several names for a while, and I never really found like a venue to express my artistic uh, nature. But I, I mean, I kind of started out going to like Rocky Horror Picture Show back when I was like like really a a young gay boy you know, 16, drinking alcohol in the parking lot and dressing up like a woman and walking into the Rocky Horror Picture Show and being a complete mess. It was amazing. Like, that was my life. You're you're gay? Oh, no. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) What? No, I'm a Nazi. No. No. Ew, fuck Nazis. No, don't fuck them. No, No, don't don't fuck fuck Nazis. No, unless that's your, like, kink Thing. No, Isn't don't don't like do a, it either way. No, Why fuck no. Nazis genocide when you can punch Nazis? Sexy. No, genocide and definitely not sexy. That's very much a turn off. I agree with pumpkin spice. Why fuck Nazis when you can punch Nazis? Say it again yes. later. Why fuck Nazis when you can punch Nazis? Yes. Thank you. Um, so we're going to be running out of time here soon, but we did have one topic we wanted to talk about very quickly. Well, not very. We wanted to talk about it very longly, but we're going to talk about it very quickly. And that is... What is kink and what is consent? In five minutes. In five minutes. Yeah. What is, what is kink and, and we what will is will definitely consent? We will definitely address this discussion later. Uh, but what is kink? What is consent? So what is kink? Kink would be considered anything not straight. <laughs> not of the ordinary weird things that people do during sex. Not laying down you know, in missionary and just having sex like that all the time, but incorporating different aspects that can really tap into some psychological things. Kink is more therapy to me than than it is sex, actually. So wait, I've seen these movies where people are tying each other up in whips and chains and all that shit, and that just seems gross. What What's that all about? Maybe to some. But what is that? What, well, is, consent. Is that, what, is that what kink is? Is that what kink is? Is that just what it is? That what kink is? Is just no. Kink goes beyond just being tied up and being hit. It's it's a mind space, really, in dealing with like deeper situ- situations. 
sexually. So I've actually, the term BDSM is a three-part term. It actually stands for three different aspects of kink. The first is BD, bondage and discipline. That is actually the physical, the harsh, the whips, the things. That is an element of kink. Then there's in the middle DS, dominance and submission. I think that's really the heart of it is who is in control, who is submitting, who is giving up their sense of control. And then the last part is uh, S&M and sadomasochism. And that's the enjoy enjoyment of c- inflicting pain upon others or uh, feeling pain on yourself, um, among other things. Enjoying wanting to be put into that situation where you're caused to be pain. I learned the 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 difference between pain and pleasure a long time ago. It's actually not a difference. It's more of a spectrum. I had a boy who he said, okay, I'm going to bite your hand right here between your finger and your thumb. And when I, when it hurts, I want you to scream. And I said, okay. And so he bit and I was like, ow. And then he pulled back and I came right there, like sitting in the car and he was 14 and he was, he was super out of the closet. uh, And he was just like, that's why we're into pain. I was like, holy crap. Like immediately just, whoa. Um, And I just in my pants. Copyright loss. Uh, So uh, yeah, we, uh, that pain and pleasure are not, opposites they're they're along a spectrum and out of pain some pain can come some pleasure very true yes but what's consent what is consent that's a really important thing uh i mean i feel like it's being able to be in the mindset to say like yes i i want to have sex like i don't i don't yeah i mean it has consent to be is upon. everything that you can do that you let someone else do I'm botching this. <laughs> consent even. consent is, and we will definitely have to dip into this in another episode, but consent is the knowledge by your partner that that's what you want to do. When you exactly. have given your partner permission to do XYZ. The go-ahead signal. The go-ahead signal. And that's not the just... The green light. And that's not just a drunken nod at the end of a party. Like, I mean, that's the consent and kink is all about setting up boundaries, all about setting up limits. They're different, knowing the difference, knowing where you're able, what things you're able to do, what things you definitely can't do, knowing what your your partner is into. And like in the middle of it, if they're not into something, don't just bring up, oh, hey, do you mind if I smack your balls around? Like that might completely ruin the moment, you know, consent. Figure it out. Do your own research. Yeah. You should do your own research. You should. Because so, this is just for funsies, folks. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, I would like to issue a retraction. Um, if you are listening to this podcast, we apologize for anything that we may have said that was incorrect, anything that we're currently saying that's incorrect, anything that we might say in the future that's incorrect. If you're getting your news from Echoplex Media, don't. again you should do your own research you should definitely do your own research do your own research thanks again guys for showing up and doing this with us pumpkin spice and sazerac we really appreciate it shout out to myself yes shout out to yourselves i'm sorry you had to have me (laughs) have we had had you (laughs) no i'm thank you for having me that's great. Oh, thank you very much, Aurora Borshin and Pumpkin Spice. We look forward to hearing more about your escapades in the San Jose drag scene. Will you keep us? Will you keep us informed? Oh my God! Yeah. But of course.
so we can it, be your eyes and ears in the underground because <laughs> we're so underground i was hoping you were going to say eyes and ears in the underwear because that would be hot oh too. yes the mormon, that too. The mormon can, underwear we can learn your <laughs> sex capades with your escapades yes there'll be a transgender in your soup i'll be right back so I want to thank you all for tuning in to Echoplexmedia.com's first ever episode of Go Fuck Yourself. Whoop. I am your co-hostess, The Waffle Princess. I'm Dana Blackheart. And we will see you on episode two. And now enjoy some lovely tunage from Audible Smoke Signal. This is a this is a hint at what our next topic is, topic is going to be. The next topic is The Booty Show. Good night, folks. <laughs> Yes.
is the band with the master plan to funk all of you all and not give a damn. Ass is the band with the master plan to funk all of you all and not give a damn. Ass is the band with the master plan to funk all of you all and not give a damn. Ass is the band. Ass is the band. Ass is the band. Ass is the band. Ass is the band.